So for the Calgary Flames in the depth chart, it's going to sound like this. Elias Lindholm, and Jonathan Huberdeau, and Tyler Toffoli with Mackenzie Wigger and Christopher Tanev. It's Nazem Kadri, Dylan Dubé, Andrew Mondrapani on the second line with Noah Hannafin and Rasmus Anderson. It's Mikel Backlund, Blake Coleman, and Trevor Lewis with Nikita Zadorov and Michael Stone. On that fourth line will be Kevin Rooney, Milan Lucic, and Brett Ritchie. And the way that it sounds for the Edmonton Oilers is like this. Connor McDavid, Zach Kyman, and Jesse Pugliarvi with Donnell Nurse and Cody Ceci. It's Leon Dreisettle, Vander Kane, and Kalari Yamamoto with Brett Kulak and Tyson Berry on the second line. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Dylan Holloway, and maybe Derek Ryan. Good to see Warren Fogle has an injury designation, so we'll keep our eye out on that with Ryan Murray and Evan Bouchard, and then Ryan McLeod, Brad Malone, and Devin Shore will be on the fourth line with Jack Campbell and Nett. So it's going to be Dan Vladar and Nett for the Flames, Jack Campbell and Nett for the Edmonton Oilers. And what's going to be interesting about this one, and again, as we get to some commercials and things like that, I can flip through some of these games because we need to keep abreast of the uh, Major League Baseball score just in case Cooper Hopkins does come in here. And I follow some of that stuff across there. So it is the bottom of the 17th with Houston and Seattle tied at nothing. The New York Yankees have a 5-3 lead over the Cleveland Guardians. They're going to take a 2-1 series lead. And the Philadelphia Phillies have already punched their ticket 8-3 with a win from yesterday. And the Dodgers and the San Diego Padres are delayed right now. As that's really, I believe, just getting underway. So that's why it's as delayed there. So... Let's get some of these other stats, because I know we're kind of in our pregame here. So the last game for the Calgary Flames was a pretty good one. They defeated the defending Stanley Cup champions, Colorado Avalanche 5-3 at Scotiabank. Saddledown newcomers Nazem Kadri, Jonathan Huberdeau, and Mackenzie Weger all were able to get on the score sheet. Weger really had the play of the game with a shot block and a bomb pass to Rasmus Anderson out of the penalty box for a breakaway goal. Third period was a little interesting as Calgary's power play was able to really get going. They got a couple goals there. Nathan McKinnon with a nasty uh, left and right getting down the ice off the east-west approach and a nice speed and finish. It was a physical game. It was a nasty game. Rasmus Anderson got away with a few stick checks. Markstrom made 22 saves in the win. And one of those ones where Jonathan Huberto was probably tripped multiple times and it was not called. And so for Edmonton, it's been a while since they played. Their first game was on Wednesday. And they played against the Vancouver Canucks on the road. They won the game 5-3. to three. Canucks were up 3-0 as Pedersen, Andre Kuzmenko, and JT Miller all scored. But it was the same old song and dance as Leon Dreisaitl with a goal and two assists, and Connor McDavid three goals and an assist. A little Aerosmith, if you will dominated as the hats rained down for Connor McDavid. Again, Evander Kane with a selfless pass was able to get Connor McDavid the hat trick because he knew what the stats were on board. And Jack Campbell got the win. Remember, he played with the Toronto Maple Leafs last season. He got the win with 33 saves made. So let's get set for the official puck drop, shall we? Dan Vladar is going to be in net 13-6-2, 2-7-5 goals against, 9-0-6 save percentage, and two shutouts. For Daniel, and then on the other side, he's going to be opposed by Jack Campbell. 1-0 record, three goals against, 9-17 save percentage, and that win over Vancouver on Wednesday. So the Oilers are well-rested. They're at home. This is a Battle of Alberta matchup, again, that was dominated by the Oilers in the postseason. And we will see what happens with the new-look Calgary Flames. It's going to be Leon Dreisaitl and Nazem Kadri set to take the draw. So enjoy this one, everybody. It's going to be the Edmonton Oilers going left to right across the timeline. 
They are in the blue and orange with the blue pants, and then the Calgary Flames will be attacking right to left with the white top and the bottom reds. Big time hits on both sides already as Dreisaitl was able to deliver some pain. Calgary Flames trying to get this out of their own end, but this is picked up as Dreisaitl will get this one fired on. This is still amongst the Flames before it is held by Dan Vladar, and we get a stoppage. That was Evander Kane with the shot there in with Dreisaitl, and Evander Kane was also looking in on the draw, having a few words there for Majapani trying to get into his face, and then immediately he went right after Mackenzie Weger to try to throw that body and use a little bit of a hip check that you don't see anymore. So Evander Kane is on his usual game here early, what he likes to do and throw the body as the Edmonton Oilers have got their first shot of the contest. They do win an offensive zone draw, but it goes across the blue line, so Darnell Nurse will have to go back and check up here for the Oilers. Flames trying to find it in their own end as this goes back from Noah Hannafin. Rasmus Anderson's out there, and Jonathan Huberdeau trying to be the lone four-checker as it's intercepted. Noah Hannafin plays a pass across to Tyler Toffoli, lets the wrist shot go, flutters! And it's held by the glove of Jack Campbell. And we get an offensive zone draw here for the Flames. So it's going to be really interesting on that first line. Again, there's been a little bit of moves there as Jay Woodcroft started his second line with Leon Dressel and Vander Kane, but Jonathan Huberdeau versus Connor McDavid. Tyler Toffoli in there against Zach Kaiman and Yessi Pulley-Arvey. A little bit of interesting mix and line combinations for Daryl Sutter and Jay Woodcroft's squad. Mikel Backlund now with RNH and on the draw. We'll see if the Flames can win an offensive zone draw. They do. Try to flutter this one in toward Jack Campbell, but it gets blocked there as the Flames still have it in behind the office of the goaltender that came over from the Maple Leafs now to the Edmonton Oilers as Ken Holland's just trying to get some contingency in the net and some stability. Slap shot there. Stone. It's loose out in front. Flames score. Mikel Backlund makes it one nothing, and it's an early goal here for the Flames. Dylan Holloway might have been the one to be able to get a stick on it, but he could not. Mikel Backlund makes it one nothing early here for the Flames. A good face-off win. The pressure was already out there. Ryan Murray couldn't find it. Backlund with a screen out in front. He got the rebound as it was obscuring Jack Campbell's vision. And the Flames have an early one nothing lead. So, again, if you want to talk about some of those situations in the playoffs and even talk about Game 1, Flames were able to get a, a lead and a win. Flames were able to get an early lead in Game 2. And things got moved around. But I am suspecting many, many goals tonight between these two teams. And that's just how it starts, how it usually does when you're watching a game between these two teams. So, Coleman... Trying to make a pass down across the red line as this gets picked up by Jack Campbell. Campbell will spin around and play this to Evan Burchard. Evan Burchard was pretty good last season, in the postseason specifically. Nice move there by Warren Fogle, trying to power his way through, but Mackenzie Weger meant him stride for stride. Fogle still has it now as he makes the drop pass there. Darnh shot right out in front. Vladar stopped the rebound and then picked up by the Flames, and then big-time heavy hits delivered by Edmonton, as this game has been nuts early. There's already been a goal here for Mikel Backlund in about five big-time hits that are already thrown, and that's no exaggeration. Here come the Flames with Kevin Rooney and Trevor Lewis. Rooney's bid goes off the skate of Campbell. This is still alive in behind the cage, however. Ryan McLeod will try to center this one toward the left dot. Now Cody Ceci will flip it down the ice as you see a bunch of Tim Hortons and Pizza 73 ads, as you would see in uh, 
in Canada, as it's all around there. So CC puts this one down, goes right around to Rasmus Anderson. He will spin there, does Nazem Kadri. It's kind of interesting now, Nazem Kadri on the other side, because remember, he was part of the 4-0 sweep for the Colorado Avalanche in the postseason last year. And now he's on the Flames, who desperately want to get a big-time win against their rivals in the Edmonton Oilers. Tyson Berry will spin this one to Evan Bouchard. And the Flames will check back up near the red line now as Dylan Dubé will chip this one in deep near the right faceoff dot. Picked off. Connor McDavid goes all the way back through his own end. Evander Kane has it now. Dreisaitl will join in. And now Edmonton will dive to get this puck all the way in there. Good shot by Dreisaitl. Gets blocked out in front. Edmonton open to the high slot. Scores! Edmonton ties the game. And this is Cody Ceci with the wrist shot. It is 1-1. So the floodgates from what we expected from the offensive contest, and that is why, even if it was just me calling this one, that is why I wanted to step in and call this one, because I expect the same amount of intrigue that we saw throughout the playoffs. Great work there. Evander Kane able to keep that alive with the stick lift. It falls to Cody Cece in the high slot. Nothing Dan Vladar could do on that one. It kind of bounced off. One of the defenders there was Christopher Tanev. Evander King got a stick lift, centered it right out in front for CeCe, and a big push on the other side by Dreisaitl of one of the Flames defenders as well. So tensions are high, and the score is tied at one. Andrew Madrapani now with Tyler Toffoli. As Jesse Pugliarvi will get this one down the ice, and Fogel will dump this in deep. Pugliarvi trying to win the race. It falls back to Cody Ceci, who just scored. Here come the Oilers again as the puck bounces off of the referee. Jesse Pugliarvi trying to keep this one alive there with Ryan. Spun off. Elias Lindholm has it, so it's Yamamoto and Dreisaitl with the assist on Ceci's goal. Noah Hannafin now out there with Rasmus Anderson. He will pinball a pass and off the skate of Blake Coleman. Picked up now by the Flames. Jack Campbell has got to get back in his own net. McDavid. Helps get this one out. Beautiful long pass. Dan Vladar is not going to vacate the play this one. Zach Hyman will be able to buy some time near the left dot. In the high slot now. Tipped out in front. Big save by Vladar with the right pad off of Zach Hyman as the play is still live. And now Coleman got around Murray. Picked up now Coleman on the left wing side if they can get a pass across. Three on two developing a long shot in the catching glove of Jack Campbell as the players come together again. And Fogel and Lewis exchange some words. So the over-under total here on the DraftKings Sportsbook, as is shown on the Sportsnet CBC feed, is 7.5 total goals. <laughs> That's kind of what I expected. I was When I texted Cooper, I said probably about a 5-4 final. We'll see which way this goes. That's kind of what I think. So that's what we're expecting right now is the over under 7.5. I'm going to take the over. That's what I go with. Calgary has five shots, one goal. Edmonton has four shots, one goal. Kevin Rooney going to try to win an offensive zone draw here by the Flames, being opposed by Ryan McLeod. Picked up now by the Flames. Slap shot by Stone. And he scores! It went through the five hole of Jack Campbell, and the Flames now have a 2-1 lead. Michael Stone as Cooper Hopkins likes to say with the howitzer, he lets that one go. He has to play 
on the defensive side because Oliver Shillington is out with personal reasons. They win the faceoff. Does Rooney just a simple slap shot? Went five hole, beautiful shot near the bottom left corner. Michael Stowe makes it two one, and I think better yet, set up two by the Flames. Not only getting that faceoff win, it was one of those situations where there was so much traffic and net, and Daryl Sutter. He has a few words to be exchanged with himself. Yeah, he likes the gold, but you look at his face and his mannerisms, he's always none too pleased. And the referees want to make sure that there aren't any extracurricular going off on the faceoff now. As they're pushing and shoving some of these players, or are they just going to take both of these guys to the box is the question. Yes, the referees are not going to play around in this contest, and that's kind of interesting because the last contest that we did with the Flames and the Avalanche the Zebras were letting a lot go, and they didn't even let just a little bit go on the uh, face-off. So it's a four-on-four. Four. Very interesting at that, because I didn't see much going on. A little bit of shoving and hands there with Malone. A little bit of shoving back and forth, and a couple just whacks to the legs. But the refs are going to just call that, so now it's going to have even more room on the ice. And a four-on-four four with 15-20 left to go in the first. The Flames have just taken a 2-1 lead. Here they come again off the cross pass. And Campbell made a big-time save there right into the breadbasket. And Calgary has another offensive zone draw. So Mackenzie Weger, who I thought was the MVP of Game 1, and the 5-3 win over the Colorado Avalanche, another big-time wrist shot off the good skate. Campbell was able to see it all the way and hold. Calgary trying to find this one in between some skate blades, and it's kept in across the blue line, and so says the referee, as the play is still alive. Jonathan Huberdeau now trying to play his way toward the left side blue line and help out Uyghur, the former teammates from the Florida Panthers that have just inked eight-year deals. Edmonton, Leon Dreisaitl now, out there with Connor McDavid on the 4-on-4. So that is about as dangerous as you can get. Rasmus Anderson will rattle this around the kick plate as this goes now with Noah Hannafin. Noah Hannafin decided to go check up here, and this goes to Jack Campbell on the giant goal stick. Edmonton trying to make something happen left to right across your radio dial. Here's McDavid as one of the Flames blow a tire, and they block that cross pass to Leon Dreisel. He was all alone. He's still waiting near the right dot. And now we have a delayed penalty call. And this could be a four-on-three here. And we'll see what this is going to be for. This is going to be a four-on-three for the Edmonton Oilers. So this is a perfect opportunity with Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid to be able to do some damage and tie this game early. So 113 mark was Michael Backlund from Michael Stone and Blake Coleman. Then it was Cody Ceci at 318 as he got wide open in the middle of the slot with some help of Evander Kane from Kyle Yamamoto and Leon Dreisaitl and then Michael Stone from Kevin Rooney right off the draw. Rasmus Anderson is the one going in the box here. So it's a four-on-three power play here for the Edmonton Oilers. And there's a quick chance for them to tie this game at two, considering the personnel that you can throw out there. Hell, I mean, if you want to throw out, you got Darnell Tyson Barry out there now, but if you want to throw out Barry, uh, Dreisaitl, McDavid, and Evander Kane on the same line, you can definitely do that. So picked up now, Tyson Barry. McDavid's got it. He flopped on it and lost it somehow. So it's just an easy clear. Jack Campbell going to play a long cross ice pass. As this gets picked up by Leon Dreisel across the red line. Here comes McDavid. I'm sure he's not going to lose this puck again in behind the office of Dan Vladar. Picked up now by RNH. Dreisel going to wait and hold. McDavid holding near the right faceoff dot now near the blue line. He spins and pirouettes. Drops it to Dreisel, but he couldn't get it clean. He's holding it now near the right dot in the high slot. 
crisscross with McDavid. Let's it go to the screen. Dan Vladar, one save, two saves. And he finds it and holds as it was Tyson Berry right on the doorstep trying to punch that one in. So it's going to stay a Edmonton Oilers offensive zone draw here as Dan Vladar has been busy early, and he's been good. And Jack Campbell still trying to really find his legs and feet underneath him here. But again, we've seen that story before with the Calgary Flames taking an early lead and the Edmonton Oilers coming with a counter punch. And we'll see if that remains to be seen again. Backlund wins it. Spins around the kick plug. We're going to do this again. I think it's going to be three seconds still alleviated off of the Oilers' power play, and Daryl Sutter doesn't like it. Are we going to be looking to see whether or not there's a penalty here? they got three linesmen all talking. I want to just think that this is going to be figuring out where the face-off is going to end up. <clears throat> I think that's what the decision is going to end up being. So Backlund, he didn't play this with the glove. It kind of bounced in between. Connor McDavid wants a glove. He wants a penalty there. And... <laughs> Daryl Sutter is saying some words that I can't repeat across the Twitter side, just in case people are listening on the Twitter and YouTube side, because there's always the big brother listening. So we did this again with a reset of five seconds, but this does end the Edmonton Oilers' power play off the four-on-three at least, so now it's going to be back to five-on-four situation with 50 seconds left, but it bounced to the players' bench, so we will do this in the neutral zone. So the Edmonton Oilers' power play is at 50 seconds. They are down 2-1 to Calgary. This has been a couple goals from Backlund and Stone. Are we calling yet another penalty? I didn't see this on the actual feed when we were calling this. So I see Cooper is sending me something on the side for Instagram and I want to just relay his message to everybody as he says looks like a classic high-scoring battle of Alberta is underway as with the Flames and Oilers Mariners are going into the bottom of, of the 18th down one nothing so geez hopefully they can reverse that trend because I'd like to see Seattle and Cooper Hopkins be a little happy about that, not only even going into this game. I know it's going to give him some energy, but that would be an absolute bummer to lose pretty much two baseball games in one. So it's a four-on-four four as Andrew Madrapani has it now. Madrapani being held there by CeCe and Dylan Dubé. Darnell Nurse getting a few stick checks in there as well. Again, the ref can blow this one dead if they don't think enough is moving. But Andrew Madrapani is really getting worked over in the corner. And now this is set free there by the Edmonton Oilers. And across the red line now. Picked up by RNH momentarily, and Mackenzie Weger helps Christopher Tanev pry this one loose. As this goes back to Madrapani, Madrapani holding, trying to buy some time with a long wrist shot. It bounced out in front of the high slot, and Madrapani took a spill. It's two on one the other way now. Zach Hyman going to help join in off the three on two. Hyman still with it in the high slot, lets it go. Way wide as this goes back now to Nazem Kadri. See if he can go right to left across your radio dial. It could be a one-on-one. -on -one. Kadri scores! Nazem Kadri able to take it the distance. And I don't know if I called that one, but he was going to be open right to left across your radio dial. And one of the Edmonton Oilers absolutely took a spill. And it's Nazem Kadri giving the Flames 
a 3-1 lead with just 12-19 left to go in the opening stanza. You like goals, you want goals, you got them right now. It was an innocent shot that was just missed. Nazem Kadri off to the races, and it looked like Cody Cece just inadvertently blew a tire. So Tyson Berry was by himself. He tried to cut in the middle of the high slot to cut off Kadri just before he could get the shot off. He couldn't do it. So the Flames have a 3-1 lead. So 8-5 on the shot board. Calgary's got three. Picked up now. Noah Hannafin trying to find this as this goes back across the blue line. And the, and the Oilers will have to check up in their own end. So it's Murray and Burchard, the third line defense out there right now. It really doesn't matter what lines you shuffle out right now when these two teams play. Set it out in front of the high slot. Other shot stopped by Dan Vladar. And gloved and held. And sorry if I talk a little bit louder there. I'm trying to get a bit, a little bit of the dog barking in the background. So hopefully that will dissipate as we go along. We got some party plans uh, downstairs and away. 3-1 with 12:19 left to go in the first. The Flames have the lead. And when we come back after the commercial break, we'll call more of the action. So it's going to be an offensive zone draw one there by the Oilers, but great defense by the Flames just to get that one down the ice. As this goes back in across the right faceoff dot, now Flames really pressuring there with Milan Lucic toward the right faceoff dot. Kevin Rooney also trying to join in there with Brett Ritchie. Picked up now by the Oilers, but they can't hold to it cleanly. Rooney still making life difficult here for the Oilers. The Oilers are down in this game, and that's not something that they've been accustomed to, especially going into the playoffs when they won in five games. Kadri got his first of the season at 741 on the power play from Michael Stone. So Stone already has three points in this game, a goal and two assists. So you would really love that if you're Daryl Sutter, two on two developing. Evander Kane will play this one. I believe that's RNH as his pass across now. Evan Rouchard with a save there. Dan Vladar with the right pad. Now this goes to Mikel Backlund. Backlund now will play this. Rasmus Anderson will get this dumped in deep as we're getting close halfway through the first period. John out here with you on the play-by-play. -play. I'm expected to be joined by Cooper Hopkins, but if not, I'm going to carry you all the way through of this Battle of Alberta that's usually very high scoring. Glove down there by Stone, but he can't find it as this goes back in behind the cage of Dan Vladar. It's a little busy back there, but Mikel Backlund able to pick this up now. Flames trying to find it. Now Trevor Lewis being worked off the puck there with Backlund, but still able to keep this in nicely. Dylan Dubé into the traffic there. And now this is a chance for Edmonton to get back on their horses with Tyson Berry and Ryan Murray on the defensive side. I'll pull up my Oilers depth chart here in a minute as this goes back to the Flames. Entering there, Majapani. Good cutoff there. Dylan Dubé still got a shot, though. And Jack Campbell had to stop it with the left pad. Try to get picked up now by Burchard as this was sent in deep by Hyman. And now Christopher Tanev will spin around the cage of Dan Vladar, his teammate. Picked up now Nazem Kadri, creating some space. Nice power move. Scores! Calgary Flames are dominating this game right now. And Nazem Kadri, I don't know if he's going to get a tertiary assist, but this looks like Andrew Majapane's goal. And this was all set up by Nazem Kadri, no doubt. Power move in front of the net. No help in front of the net for Jack Campbell either. And that's probably reminiscent of his time in Toronto. As Kadri beat everybody, power move to Campbell. And then just the pickup. Nobody picked it up there. It was, let's see who was on the ice. 
It was Murray and the Tyson Berry third line defense. Nobody picked up the rebound there. Campbell's hung out to dry. Majapani, the only one on the doorstep. That could also be Dylan Dubé as well getting the last touch. So inexcusable defense there for the Edmonton Oilers, but I think we might already have a change or we might be getting ready for a change. Jay Woodcroft indeed is going to do that. And again, this is definite revisions there of the Battle of Alberta as Jack Campbell is pulled after giving up four goals and Stuart Skinner, the backup goaltender, is coming in. So all sorts of intrigue here in this first period. And Stuart Skinner, welcome to the Battle of Alberta, my friend, in the 21-22 season. 6-6, six 2-6-2 and six, two, six, two goals against, 9-13 save percentage. All of a sudden now, he has to join in. And the Edmonton Oilers need to make up three goals just to tie this thing. <clears throat> Picked up now. Lindholm off the bar! <laughs> the Edmonton Oilers just trying to go east of us across the timeline. Huberto, nice skate as the Flames can dump this one down the ice and take their change. I feel like I've just been full register intensity, like Cooper Hopkins would say throughout this entire contest, because it's been nothing bored, but nothing more than back-and-forth affair that's been high-caliber and high-quality goal scoring. It's 4-1 Calgary over Edmonton, with nine minutes left to go in the first. Rudy, Lewis, cross-pass, try to find Lucic. But it got blocked before it got out in front of the high slot. And this goes back now to Chris Tanev. Now Mackenzie Weger will get this in across the red line. Again, you can rattle this in as far as the red line without there being an icing. So it's going to let the Flames be able to take some changes. And boy, you, you kind of wonder how the Edmonton Oilers feel. Again, they were down 3 nothing in the game on Wednesday. And then they scored 6 straight to beat the Vancouver Canucks 6-3. to And we'll see if they can kind of conjure up some of that same energy. They're going to need it right now, but I would think Calgary, look, I don't care if it's just the second game in the season. They want to get this one after what happened in the playoffs. That's the intensity I thought going into, and Calgary is sure, certainly showing that, but it's 11 shots on the shot board and four goals. Centered out in front, stopped there by Skinner, but it's still in behind the office. Picked up now, Oilers. We'll get this one down, but Calgary with some active sticks will pick this one up. And I think they're going to say this one is played offsides as Trevor Lewis was never able to go back and check up. 7.55 in the first wheel. Get immediate stoppage. It's 4-1 Calgary. So previous shot, we're getting back under action. Went back to Dan Vladar off the draw. We're going to do this again. 7.52 left in the first. Calgary's got a 4-1 lead in the first period. So McDavid lost it. Picked up by Nazem Kadri now. Dylan Dubé. Trying to buy some space. Banked it in off the zebra, but he banked it in off sides. This is going to be a neutral zone draw here. Just 11 shots for the Flames. Just 8 for the Oilers, but there's 5 goals scored in this contest. So let's get a quick reset of what they were, shall we? 113, Michael Backlund from Michael Stone and Blake Coleman. Cody Ceci made it 1-1 at the 318 mark from Kyle Yamamoto and Leon Dreisaitl. Michael Stone off the howitzer from a Kevin Rooney faceoff win. And then Nazem Kadri on the power play as Stone got the assist. And then Andrew Majapati at 1018 from Nazem Kadri and Christopher Tanev. And that's where we are right now for the goal scoring here is just welcome to the show and get your popcorn ready. That's what you would figure in this type of game. 
As this goes back to Dan Vladar, he hits this high off the kick plate, but it was kept in there by Zach Hyman. See if Zach Hyman can make something happen. He's in behind the office. Jesse Pugliarvi trying to bring in some help here. Oilers try to center something back to the defense, but good job by Calgary just to get back on defense there and make something happen. Center there to Jonathan Huberto, but the pass got there a little bit too late. As this was picked up, Zadorov with a blast, and this one is held by Stuart Skinner. 7.06 left to go in the first. 4-1 is your score line. Again, if Cooper Hopkins does join me, there might be sometime in the second period. If you want to follow along with that, and I'll be going back on the color duty. So this beautiful look at Rogers Place just outside, but again, you're intrigued by everything that's inside right now, as Noah Hannafin might have got taken for a ride as he got stuck in between the skates, and so did Zach Hyman. So a little bit of action back and forth at what could have been called, but there's already been a, quite a few penalties called in this contest. And it led to a four-on-three power play for Edmonton that they didn't score on, although it's 4-1 scoreline in favor of the Flames. This falls back to Dan Vladar now as Hannafin. We'll have to try to find this. That's Sidorov with it, picked up by the Oilers. And now Calgary, Milan Lucic will chip this one ahead for Kevin Rooney. He's near the right face-off dot now. Rooney still trying to find it. Zadorov also waiting near the left side blue line. This goes now near the right dot. Oilers just trying to find footing in this game, if you can believe that. It's been six minutes of possession time to 548 for the Oilers, if you always buy into those stats. But at the same time, <clears throat> even with you know this possession being pretty close, five goals scored and four of them are from the Flames. Uyghur. Gets this one to Tanev. Tanev racing down the right dot, and this is brushed aside there by Stuart Skinner. Weger through the traffic again. Picked up by the Flames near the right dot. Holding off the backhand, Trevor Lewis. Tried to send it there for Chris Tanev. And it gets gloved by Stuart Skinner. Six minutes left to go in the first. Five goals aside. Four of them for Calgary. And I can't press that repeat button enough. Five goals, six minutes in the first period. It was five goals with ten minutes left to go in the first period. So if this settles down, who knows? But this is another one of those typical games between these two teams. And again, one of these situations where I think Calgary will be a little extra juiced because not only do you want to go 2-0 and on the season, but don't forget Tuesday it's going to be against the Vegas Golden Knights as well. So Things will get a little more hectic there as the Flames win the hybrid icing as we get a little bit of a stoppage. So a little bit of a commercial side-by-side -side as they keep showing Rogers' place. It looks beautiful at night there in Edmonton. I'm looking on the CBC feed. Again, you can follow on Sportsnet or CBC for Hockey Night in Canada. 5.55 left to go on the first. John out here with you on the play-by-play. -play. I could be running this game solo, or I could be joined by Cooper Hopkins probably around the second period. So Mikel Backlund going to get set here for the draw. As Jack Campbell is going to do nothing but look on right now. It's a Uyghur blast right off the draw, and Stuart Skinner makes the save. So the one thing of note that we didn't note for offensive draws in the game a couple nights ago, was Calgary was pretty weak in the offensive draw, even though they won the majority of the draws against the Avalanche. When they really needed it, it didn't feel like it. We get a media stoppage, 5.50 left, come right back, 4-1 Flames. So back into the official action right now, the Edmonton Oilers win the defensive zone draw. They need goals at this point, although there's still tons of time left to go in this contest. It's going to be an icing against Calgary. So they keep showing Nazem Kadri again, and... 
boy, again, I, I said this so many times, and I know Cooper said this as well. Talking about a man that was all over the score sheet. Again, it was just one point for Kadri in the previous game. He's already got a couple here tonight, but he's all over the ice. He's always been noticeable. And it really seems like that seven-year deal that was signed there by Brad Treliving as he's coming off a career 59 assists and 87 points last season was the right call. Again, he was waiting. I'm sure there's going to be a penalty call here as one of the flames are down. Rasmus Anderson slow to get up. And we have a meeting near the red line. And this one is going to go against Zach Hyman. I'm sure he got a stick into the midsection of Rasmus Anderson. And he was very slow to get up. Zach Hyman doesn't like it. But we'll get a chance to look on our box score and see and take a look on this replay. So Hyman, yeah, he pushed Anderson right into the boards. Head first. Slow to get up there. Kind of a... Let's look at it again. This is Jersey showing right to the back. That is just a poor hit by Zach Hyman. I don't like that one. And I imagine you're going to see some retribution on that. And Rasmus Anderson was able, thankfully, to get the hands up and brace himself, as that's not something that you want to see. Zach Hyman guilty of boarding. That's going to put the Calgary Flames on the power play. And they've been good tonight. They're already one of one, and they've been good throughout the first couple of games. I think that's going to put them three of five, or three of six, if you want to count the last, like, 15 seconds that didn't count against the Avalanche game. That'll be at least 50% here for Calgary so far. And you think with the top heavy lines that they can put out there, Kadri, Huberto, Lindholm, and Stone on the defensive side with Toller Toffoli on the off wing. That's some pretty good firepower here for the Flames as they look to... Adds some more damage against backup goaltender Stuart Skinner. Stone. Now to Jonathan Huberdeau. Stone. He's going to let it go. Big time rebound. And it's stopped twice there by Skinner. So that slap shot there from Michael Stone. He's never shy to let that one go. And Skinner couldn't hold it cleanly. But the second rebound tried to get picked up there by Tyler Toffoli. But he just kind of flubbed at it. It was the longest reach that you could have. And look at that flex on that shot by Stone. He got all of it on the power shot. I'm assuming that one was at least in the 95 miles per hour range. Got all of that there. And Stuart Skinner has been good here. He's made the five saves that he's had so far. He hasn't given up a goal since Jack Campbell gave up four and got pulled. So not the situation that you would want if you kind of think about Jack Campbell and the Mike Smith situation of last year. He kind of got that same treatment. He gave up those goals early and then he got pulled by Jay Woodcroft. So here come the Flames. Nazem Kadri, the pass to Lindholm, back from Toffoli to Lindholm, and that one went just wide. It's a one-on-two, and two here for the Calgary defense. There's Derek Ryan, just going to try to kill some time shorthanded as this goes to Nazem Kadri now. He's entering through the neutral zone right down the middle, now across the left wing. Kadri still has it. Puts it back, Tyler Toffoli centered it up, but it couldn't find Huberto. He could have walked in all alone against Skinner, but he just couldn't get the stick on the ice. As this goes back to Dan Vladar. 4.30 left to go in the first period. John out here with you on the call from Rogers Place in Edmonton, Alberta. This is the Battle of Alberta renewed in the regular season between the Flames and the Oilers. The Oilers took them out in five games last season, but it's the new-look Flames that'll look pretty good here within about four periods of action almost. Slap for half it all off the post! As Toffoli just missed another goal. 
Could have made it 5-1. And now this goes back to Dan Vladar. Noah Hannafin going to take his time. And now this is a 3-on-4 developing here in favor of the oil. In favor of the Flames, excuse me. This goes back to Cody Cece. Just trying to get this out right now are the Oilers. They really need to just get out of this first period and regroup. Here's a chance. Pass across. Oh, it didn't go in. It just went across the blue paint, but not across the red line. Vladar looked behind him. He didn't know where it was. And now this is back in behind the Oilers defensive zone. 3.25 left to go in the first. Oilers tried to make it 4-2. They got about a finger of a fraction of a puck distance. And now Lucic skates in offside. So neutral zone draw. 3.20 left to go in the first period. And couple just missed chances on both ends. So Hannafin slapper. And this is Dylan Dubek hit the left side of the iron. And then on the other side, cross pass from Kaler Yamamoto. Slid across... Just the center of the crease, and then picked up there alertly by back by Michael Backlund, as <clears throat> he was able to get that one out and save Dan Vladar. So 3:20 left to go in the first period. 4-1 still your scoreline. The advantage goes to the Flames. It's Kevin Rooney against Connor McDavid. So interesting now. The checking line is going to be out there. And Rooney, now Lucic, going to have to take the draw against McDavid. Can he do it again? No, he can. He got one of those key draws in there yesterday, which was to the delight of the Scotiabank Saddledome crowd. But now they're in Rogers' place. Evan Burchard, Dreisaitl, McDavid. He is lurking in behind the cage. Centered a pass out. Lucic was able to get there. And what is the call? Is there going to be a penalty? Cross-checking penalty against the Flames. Milan Lucic doesn't like it. And again, this is another opportunity here. There's a live goal total still sitting at 7.5. You think for the live, you might want to turn that one up a little bit. So Milan Lucic going to go to the box. There was a hit on McDavid off the view of the CBC side in Sportsnet. But yeah, that is something. You just can't do that. Nazem Kadri can't believe it. Jonathan Huberto doesn't like it. Daryl Sutter doesn't like it. He has a couple words to himself. So it's Nugent Hopkins, Dreisaitl, McDavid, and Hyman. The forwards out there on the power play here for the Oilers. As this goes back to Tyson Berry. Picked up by Nugent Hopkins. Connor McDavid. Tries to find this near the right side red line. He got worked over in front of the net. It's loose and picked up by the Flames. They get this clear down. 2.45 left to go in the first period. Tyson Berry will try to go left to right across the timeline here for the Oilers as this finds Leon Dreisaitl. He's going to let McDavid skate this one in. Picked up now by Dreisaitl. Now Barry holding off the backhand. He's going to try to dump this in near the left side red line. RNH now picks it up near the right side red line. Crisscross here as the Oilers are just trying to get their space in there for the overload strategy, it looks like. Dreisaitl now for Barry. Crisscross McDavid. Pass across to Dreisaitl but couldn't hold. Barry fakes the slap shot. A minute left to go on the power play. McDavid stick handle. Working in the high slot. Just missed the net. Vladar made the save with the right pad. And this goes down the ice. Where this goes to Stuart Skinner. Stuart Skinner now leaves it here for Barry. 
45 seconds left to go on Edmonton's second power play of the contest. Connor McDavid turning on the Jets, trying to beat three flames. Instead, he leaves it off, works his way toward the front of the goal. Dry settle now near the right dot. McDavid will crisscross. Picked up now Barry. It's blocked out in front before it hit Fladar, and Calgary gets another clear. So the one thing of note right now, unless they score with 25 seconds left to go, Calgary's defense on the penalty kill has been pretty good. They were 3-4 for four against the Avalanche now, and they could be 2-2 two of two against the Oilers here as they enter offsides. Still got 17 seconds left to go in the Oilers' power play with a buck 21 left to go in the first. But any time you can stop the Oilers from scoring on the power play, you are doing yourself a major service because this is the most dangerous team that we have in the NHL when you can load out that same personnel between Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. You have to keep all eyes on them while also still keeping all eyes and space across that part of the ice and protect your goaltender and stop those rebounds. And that's asking like a lot because it is a lot. So rattled around the kick plate now. Vladar will watch this go by. Majapani trying to join in and get this one out as Evan Bouchard will find this. Dylan Holloway going to get some second line power play time. Holloway as the power play ends. Has it now. Set it on front. Oh, they fanned on it to Devander Kane. He had a wide open net to shoot at. And now Majapani has it. Right to left across your radio dials. We've hit a minute left to go in the first. Now about 45 seconds. It's 4-1 Flames. Centered on front for Mackenzie Weger, but he couldn't hold. And now this goes back to the defensive end. We're Michael Stone. Stone. We'll check this in across the blue line. This is dumped in. Stuart Skinner. We'll watch this go by as Cody Cece needs to navigate the bowling pins. The traffic's all over. Hooverdo. Nice little forecheck. Punches it ahead there for... Tyler Toffoli, he plays crisscross there with Huberto. Lindholm will join in now near the right dot. CC also waiting in there with RNH and Kari Yamamoto. Picked up now by Evan Burchard, but there's 10 seconds to work with. We'll see if Edmonton's got time for one rush. Yamamoto, a nice little stick work there by Darnell Nurse. Now down to 5 seconds, and a shot was right in the catching glove of Dan Vladar. So it's going to give Edmonton time for one offensive zone draw. And if... I am Jay Woodcroft here. I'm putting on my first line no matter what, just to try to win the draw and get something quickly there. I would throw out Dreisaitl, McDavid, and Kane right off the draw with three and a half seconds just to see where the chips would fall, but that's just me. 4-1 will be your score line after one if Edmonton doesn't score within 3.5 seconds. It'll be 16 and 11 on the shot board in favor of the Flames. And this was a first period that was indicative of everything we saw in the playoffs and honestly indicative of anything that we see in the regular season. Dreisaitl lost the draw. That's going to end the first period. Flames have a 4-1 lead after one. We come back. We'll call the second period action in a moment. Stay tuned. So second period puck drop is underway. The Flames will be racing left to right. It's across your radio dial. Nazem Kadri just missed the left side of the bar. 16 shots on goal for the Calgary Flames. They got four. Edmonton's got one on 11 shots. Picked up. Connor McDavid will get this one down the ice. With Evander Kane, Leon Dreisaitl now, as Jay Woodcroft is putting all the big guns at the stop. Big save there by Vladar, kicked away the rebound, picked up now by Evander Kane as he made the stop. Did Dan Vladar, and I think the puck was played a little bit above a high stick, so we're going to have an offensive zone draw here for the Edmonton Oilers. They are only three shots behind the shot board, but unfortunately for Edmonton, 
They are way behind on the scoreboard. It's 4-1 Calgary as we're just getting underway of the second stanza. John on here with you on the call. Live at Rogers Place, I'm checking this one out on CBC, the Sportsnet feed and Hockey Night in Canada. Again, if I'm joined by Cooper Hopkins, we will gladly put him in there. CC with a blast. And this one is still kept alive on the blue line side. And here's a chance for Kalari Yamamoto. He was worked over, but he still was able to get this across to his teammates. CC lost it. And now here's a chance. Trevor Lewis plays a pass and way offside were the Calgary Flames and Noah Hannafin. So it's going to be a neutral zone draw here. Is really getting underway in the second period of note, not to mention all the goals that we talked about. Backup goaltender Stuart Skinner is in this contest right now because Jack Campbell was pulled after only making seven saves. So I'll make that note in my start before I forget. And across the red line now, picked up by Jonathan Huberto. As Huberto tries to pry this loose, he does. Elias Lindholm shot there for the Flames, but it goes wide near the right faceoff dot as this is pinballed all around. Picked up now by the Flames. Tried to get centered out in front by Huberto. It bounces back to him across the red line. Big save there by Skinner, but it's still loose. And the Flames can't find it. The Oilers able to skate away. Oilers now, although it's one on two, long shot. Held in the catching glove of Dan Vladar. 18.30 left to go. Zach Kaiman with the latest attempt there for the Oilers. So as we talked about many times throughout this broadcast, and I'm sure we'll, we'll mention it many, many more in the sense of this is just what you expect when these two teams play each other. But at the same time, when you forecast the rest of the situation between these two teams, especially when they play in the playoffs, how does this translate when you're playing a playoff game? That is the grand old question that will need to be asked. Because even though the Flames had lost the playoff series in five, the Oilers were then swept by the Colorado Avalanche, and I didn't think that that would designate very well in the postseason play. Chance for Brett Kulak. His shot went way wide, but it still kept in. Long slap shot got blocked out. And around the left side, red line tried to get wrapped around, but denied their good defense by Christopher Tanev to go ahead and pick that one up as he uh, helped one of the Edmonton Oilers get knocked on their heavily padded wallet. Stuart Skinner will play this one with the giant goal stick. Long bomb pass outlet goes here for Ryan, and it goes right into the catching glove of Dan Vladar once more, and he's going to take no chances as he did just about 30 seconds ago. He's just going to hold on to it. So another offensive zone draw here for the Calgary Flames, and I think it was Mackenzie Weger that got hit pretty hard. Yes, it was. Dylan Holloway, second-year player, and really I believe he's got the rookie designation because don't you have to have a certain amount of games played before you lose that? He took Mackenzie Weaker for a ride. The Oilers, the only designation they really have the lead on is hits, 18-12, but they're down 4-1 on the scoreboard. Defensive zone draw win by the Calgary Flames. As Trevor Lewis will get this one in deep. Blake Coleman takes his man for a ride. And this goes back now to Edmonton. Picked up off of the two-on-one. Edmonton still holding off the backhand side. This is Derek Ryan trying to power his way into the blue paint. Big save. It's loose out in front between all the bodies. Slap shot. Another save by Vladar. I don't even know how he saw the second one. It's still live. Oilers keeping this near the high-end slot. Here's a chance for RNH. He shot that one way wide, but now it's near the left side dot. RNH will recollect. He will center this back across. 
Zach Hyman. Backhand. What a stop by Vladaris. He's out of the goal crease. And now the Oilers starting to get their pressure going. Off the backhand now. The Oilers still with this. Hyman centered it out in front again. And Vladar holding on to that left post. Here's a chance now. Ryan Murray plays this one across for Cody Ceci as they're switching the lines on Jay Woodcroft's side. They're down three goals. They need to switch everything right now. And getting their shots on against Dan Vladar probably is the recipe if they want to get back into this game. Trevor Lewis knocked off the puck as he gets it in deep, though, to Stuart Skinner. And now the Oilers will have to recollect and go right to left across your radio dial. They're in the orange tops, blue jerseys, and blue pants. And the Edmonton Oilers are attacking right to left. The Calgary Flames will be left to right with the white jerseys with the orange and red striping. And pants picked up now by Lindholm. Lindholm trying to battle through a screen there as it goes back in between Zadorov. Zadorov lost it, though, as McDavid... We'll pick this up now, racing into the neutral zone. Drop pass to Evander Kane. Evander Kane's being hounded well by the Calgary defense. Pass almost gets intercepted there by the Oilers. Sent down the ice. And this is a hybrid icing against the Flames. 15.40 left to go in the second. And dare I say it, no goal scored so far in the second period. But it's still 4-1, the same way we ended after the first with the Flames having the lead. So this is the longest stretch so far that a goal has not been scored. And that kind of dictates the way that these two teams like to play right now. And again, I believe it's going to be about another week and a half these two teams are going to meet up again. I believe in the same venue at Rogers Place. Because these two teams with being division rivals are going to meet four times. Kulak. We'll get this one from Skinner now as he's in behind the office of his netminder. And Edmonton will take their sweet old time. Again, they need to contemplate anything they can do to get back on the scoreboard, but I would never dictate a game like this over at any point because these two offenses can strike at any time. I think I'm just walking away from this right now, thinking about it, 15 minutes left to go in the second period, that Calgary seems to be a really good team that has all their you-know-what together right now early through the season. Even though, depending on where the score line is going to go, they looked good early against the Avalanche and now playing against the Oilers and the Vegas Golden Knights, it's going to be a lot to ask. So the Oilers have a 6-2 shot advantage in this period as the centering pass was just knocked away there by the Flames that could have made it 5-1. And now as it stands, this puck is in the Edmonton Oilers defensive zone as Kulak is going to go ahead and take his time. So Brett Kulak out there with Tyson Berry on the second line for Jay Woodcroft's squad. They're going to let all the forwards take a change, and Kulak is going to center this in all the way toward the right wing before Dan Vladar will touch it. Calgary is there, right where they're supposed to be, off the breakouts, which is nice to see. And Andrew Majapani from Brett Ritchie will get this one in deep. Flames can't find it right now, but they finally pick it up with Chris Tanev. He's just going to center this around the kick plate. Kevin Rooney trying to bother the Oilers a little bit. This is picked up by Edmonton now. We're going to try to go right to left across your radio dial. Again, they need goals. It's 4-1 with 13.50 left to go in the second. Brett Ritchie, he was waiting as one of the Flames got absolutely dominated toward the left side red line boards, but we didn't get a chance to see who that was. I just heard the reaction and I heard the sound. <laughs> so picked up now by the Oilers as Stuart Skinner had touched. Intercepted across the red line now by the Flames. It's been a neutral zone battle right now. Flames intercept 
in the offensive zone, but it's been a neutral zone battle, and I'm sure Daryl Sutter wants these guys to run that 1-4 and not make mistakes, as Trevor Lewis's bid got stopped there by Stuart Skinner and picked up now by Ryan Murray. So Ryan Murray will play this one to his defensive partner, Evan Bouchard, and Leon Dreisaitl is actually going to come back in his own end to try to control this breakout. Leaves it now for Murray. Long pass, tried to find Connor McDavid, so there is no doubt right now, even with 12.59 left to go in the second, that Jay Woodcroft is going to double shift these lines here for Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl just to jumpstart something because it seems like Calgary is taking Edmonton right out of their rhythm. Lindholm, lazy pass, gets intercepted now by Kulak, and he dumps this one deep. Andrew Madrapani will go back and collect there with Noah Hannafin. Tyler Toffoli now. Holding, he's going to dump this one in near the left side face-off dot. 12.25 left to go in the second. Evander Kane, casual flip. This one is going to get gloved down there by the Flames in their own end. As Tanev will play this one for Mackenzie Weger. Weger gets it now, racing down the zone with speed and stopped there with a glove hand by Skinner. But it's still now near the right face-off dot blue line side. Kadri trying to fight in between three Oilers, gets knocked off the puck. Now gets back to it. Tried to center it right back to Dylan Dubé. Dubé now hit hard toward the right side boards by Tyson Berry as the Oilers can go back and check up and collect here. Picked up now. Oilers trying to find this here with Zach Hyman. Off the backhand. Kadri trying to help out on the defensive end as this goes back toward the left side faceoff dot. Andrew Madrapani. We'll pass this one in behind the kick plate in behind the cage of Dan Vladar. Intercepted there by the Oilers, but it's one on two on defense as Zadorov able to knock the man off the puck. Nice pass in across the red line, and we'll see if this is going to be a hybrid icing. No, it is not. So the play is still live. 11.20 left to go in this fast-moving second period. And fast-moving, you say, because there's been no goals so far in the second period. It's still 4-1 lead for the Flames, and a good effort here by... Dan Vladar, I would say, because they're going to give Jacob Markstrom the night off, and I would imagine, even though Daryl Sutter power move in front of the cage, Dylan Dubé lost it, even though I imagine there's definite time, you want to make sure that you're not feeling any uh, ghosts or any butterflies there, give Dan Vladar some time, and I do think that'll be the beneficiary of what Calgary will do to be a better team, give him some more starts, Barry, extra pass, beautiful work there by Majapani to come all the way back with the help of Backlund to just intercept that pass. It was going to be a three-on-two. Picked up now by Vladar, and he's going to play crisscross. There is Noah Hannafin and Rasmus Anderson are on the defensive line for Daryl Sutter's squad. Intercepted there by Connor McDavid. Wrong man to give it to. McDavid tried to center it out in front for Dreisaitl, and that went just wide. And I think we are going to have a hooking call that is what we have, but the question is, who is it going to be on? So we have a power play upcoming. Malone got a huge hit on one of the flames there. As we went to break, Christopher Tanev have just shaken out the cobwebs. And we will differentiate who this uh, power play is going to go to when we come back. We're in the middle of the second period. 4-1 still your score in favor of the flames. Now it's going to be up for, as Blake Coleman is in the box, going to be up to the Calgary Flames to kill this penalty. Right now, Edmonton is 0 for 2 with three shots. Dreisaitl going to take the draw. And again, we have another player that gets waved out of the draw. So Dreisaitl still trying to get something going here for Edmonton. 
and Drysaddle wins it clean. So we'll see if the Oilers can do something on their third power play of the game. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Drysaddle pass across. Good defense there by Calgary. Just be able to get a stick lift in time. It's a two-on-one developing. Lindholm is the trailer. Shot right on. Stopped there by Stuart Skinner as it never got there. And now here's a chance for McDavid. It's one-on-one. -on -one. Drop pass. Big save by Vladar. And it's Lindholm that brushes it right back into Vladar just to be able to hold and make that save. So Evander Kane was also waiting on the doorstep as well. I think Dan Vladar has been pretty good in this contest. He's made 17 of 18 saves. And so far, Stuart Skinner stopped about eight consecutive shots. Again, Jack Campbell was pulled after giving up four. And that's still where we are right now. 4-1 on the scoreboard going in the second period of action. As Edmonton's trying to do some damage on their third power play of the contest. They're 0-2 right now. So, Dreisaitl. Trying to backhand this one in deep. It bounces back off of Dreisaitl and then back down the ice. So interesting to see after coming off of the offseason if Leon Dreisaitl is fully healthy with that leg. Really haven't had a chance to see McDavid and Dreisaitl get going yet. McDavid trying to weave his way through the bowling pins. Going to leave it here for Tyson Berry as this goes back to Leon Dreisaitl. Near the right faceoff dot, Dreisaitl will play this here to Berry. McDavid's going to wait near the left dot if it comes to him. Pass across there, he's wide open, and McDavid scores! You could see that one coming from a mile away. He just waited there near the left faceoff dot. It kind of felt like I called that one, but I felt like I had to. He's just waiting there near the left faceoff dot. That puck comes anywhere close. That rebound's going to fall right to him, and he's going to be able to bury it, no problem. And that's exactly what he did. So Drysaddle able to buy enough time as Barry and Drysaddle will move it across. It was moved in front by Kane. And upon second look, when I get a chance to see what Kane does, that was a back pass there from Kane across the blue paint to McDavid. So even better than a shot rebound, he just played that one from a no-look behind the back pass. And Edmonton scores on their third power play of the game. It's now 4-2. So picked up now by the Calgary Flames. We'll see if they can respond. I think, again, it'd be too early to go in a complete shell as McDavid's already got his fourth of the season. He had a hat trick in game numero uno. Here's a chance now for uh, CeCe. He lets the slap shot fly, but it goes way wide. One of the Oilers gets taken down. No call. Picked up now. And I thought maybe there would be a tripping call because the refs seemed to call everything in this game in between the Thursday contest when nothing was called. Teller Toffoli gets worked over near the right side boards. Picked up now Kevin Rooney just trying to find this thing. Calgary's just surrendered a goal. Good defense there by the Flames to break up what could have been a sure one-on-one -on -one break. Now Lucic will go all the way back. 8-10 left to go in this second period. John out here with you. From Rogers Place, I'm on the call for this Hockey Night in Canada contest, Battle of Alberta, between the Flames and the Oilers. Oilers now, trying to go right to left across the timeline, but Nikita Zadorov will intercept. He's going to give this one to Michael Stone. Milan Lucic, he's working in through the five-hole almost of Skinner. It's still loose, another stop by Skinner. Now the puck is near the right dot. Rasmus Anderson will leave this one here for Andrew Majapani. Near the left face-off circle. Near the left red line now. As this is picked up by Ryan Murray. Coming over formally from the Colorado Avalanche. 
Picked up now by the Flames in their own end as Dan Vladar will hold on to that left post. It's trying to be found there by McDavid. Leon Dreisaitl will join in. Again, ever since the Edmonton Oilers went down 4-1, it's 4-2. But Jay Woodcroft has put McDavid and Dreisaitl on those same lines. CeCe lost it. Picked up now by Madripani, but Kadri can't get to it. Kadri instead gets a couple active stick checks. Edmonton can get this in the zone. And this goes back to Dylan Dubé, who drops it to Rasmus Anderson. And these forwards can get organized. Noah Hannafin. Slap pass there to back one. It's a one-on-one. -on -one. He drives to the net, tries to shoot five-hole, but Stuart Skinner makes the save. Picked up now and intercepted by Dylan Dubé. He's going to try to chase this one in. Mikel Backlund will try to help, but the pass got to CC first as the Oilers will spin. It's Leon Dreisaitl off to the races. He was being hooked. That was not called, and that was a definite hook as Ryan Murray is still with it. Now CC holding. He's going to make the pass in across the red line now as this falls back harmlessly to Daniel Vidar. Picked up now by the Flames defense as they have to circle around, does Rasmus Anderson. Anderson and Tanev now are going to try to get away from it as this goes to Mackenzie Weger. Mackenzie Weger's long outlook pass goes down the ice and it's going to be a hybrid icing against the Flames. They cannot change. It's been a good contest so far. And now the Oilers have gotten a goal closer, but it's still a 4-2 deficit as the Flames have the lead. As we are 6:07 left to go in the second period, Connor McDavid is your latest goal scorer there. It was a cross-crease pass, a no-look pass there from Evander Kane and McDavid on the power play that made it 4-2. That's been the only goal in the second period so far. Dan Vladar has got the start in net. He has stopped 20 or 17 shots. And Jack Campbell was pulled after giving up four. Stuart Skinner stopped, I believe, about eight. He's not given up one yet. So 6.07 left to go in the second stanza. John on here with you from Rogers Place in Edmonton, Alberta. Calgary Flames trying to go 2-0 against their bitter rivals right now. Their next game is going to be against the Vegas Golden Knights, so it's a really tough sledding here for the Flames to start the season. And now it gets iced by Edmonton. So now Calgary is going to have an offensive zone draw. So Michael Stone has gotten the start just like he did in the Thursday contest on the third line defense because Oliver Shillington is out for personal reasons. And Michael Stone has been very good in this game because he has a career-high three points in this contest. And we've got plenty more time left to go. So under six minutes left to go in the second period, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is going to get set to the, go for the draw against Elias Lindholm. Lindholm can't win it clean as this goes back to Jesse Pugliarvi. Jesse Pugliarvi on a tough time just trying to get it to the neutral zone here, and it's intercepted by the Flames, and they're going to backhand this one in deep. Picked up now by Zach Kaiman, but he's going to have to spin off there as Nikita Zadorov was all in his personal space, and now this gets picked up. Here's a chance. Kulak trying to drop it to Pugliarvi. He gets it back. Picked up by the Oilers. They're trying to spin around. Make that pass across. Nugent Hopkins trying to look for the low stick side of Ladar, but he knocked it aside. 4-2 still your score. 5-15 left to go in the second period. John out here with you on the call. Dan Vladar will take no chances as Zach Hyman tried to wrap this around again. And Vladar will hold. 5-11 left to go in the second period. We get a commercial break. 
and get a chance to look at Connor McDavid. It was a beautiful pass there from Evander Kane off the no-look on the power play. It's got the Oilers within two as this game is not over yet. As we're back late in the second period action, it's an offensive zone draw there, won by the Edmonton Oilers, picked up by Drysaddle now, set it out in front, and Fogel scores! 4-3 now! The Oilers have scored two straight goals, and as we've said, they joked about it in the first intermission in Hockey Canada, whether or not this game is going to be over. I'm holding my breath because I knew what we were about to see. We are seven goals in deep. I called nine early. I think we're going to hit the over. It's now 4-3. It was just a offensive zone draw win. It was a routine one at that. It was a drive to the net, and then it was in the back of the net. Fogel was the last to touch it. So you get some space there between Holloway and Fogel, and Fogel, I believe, is going to be your goal scorer. So we've hit the five-minute mark of the third period. It's 4-3 now. Edmonton is getting closer. And Calgary is starting to hear footsteps, much like they did in the Battle of Alberta. So picked up now on the right side red line. Oilers trying to buzz. They've scored two straight. Fogel now lost it. Picked up now by the Flames. As Trevor Lewis will dump this one down the ice. Oilers now will go back to recollect. Good hit on the other side by Blake Coleman. To try to dislodge that puck loose. He's got it, but he fanned on it, and then I think he took a stick up high. So they're not going to call Coleman on a good-looking hit, which could have been a cross-check, but they will call the Oilers as he got hooked right in the hand and the glove came off. So McLeod, Ryan McLeod's going to go to the go to the penalty box, I should say, and that will put the Calgary Flames on the power play. So Coleman... He got hit. He got a good hit in there on McLeod and a good high stick there on the other side as McLeod didn't like it. And he was the one that got called for the penalty. So that is the way it goes sometimes. You might not like what certain players do. But if you retaliate, that can be the problem. And that's the case that happened right now for the Oilers. So it's Anderson to Foley, Kadri, Huberto, and Lindholm. Line numero uno here on the power play. As the Flames try to win the draw, it falls back to Stuart Skinner. And he makes the save. So not lost in all of this right now should be the performance of Stuart Skinner. I believe his save marker is now in double digits. He's not given up a goal since taking over for Jack Campbell. He was pulled after giving up four. We're seven goals into this contest. And Calgary's lead is now down to 4-3. So picked up now as the Edmonton Oilers win in the defensive zone draw. And we are 4-15 left to go in the second period. Dan Vladar. Leaves it here for Rasmus Anderson. So Anderson will play this one here for Elias Lindholm. Here's a chance now as Jonathan Huberto. Tyler Toffoli with the slap shot, but it got blocked there expertly by the Oilers. Tyler Toffoli is in behind the office of Skinner. Picked up in the high slot now. Rasmus Anderson will hold. He gets a pass back. Picked up by Elias Lindholm near the right faceoff dot. And it gets centered back to Rasmus Anderson working his way in the high slot. A wrist shot gets try to get tipped out in front, but Lindholm will pick this up near the right faceoff dot. Tyler Toffoli in behind the office. Gives it back. Now Rasmus Anderson. Huberto. Gonna wait. Now Anderson lets it go to the screen. It's loose out in front. Picked up by the Flames. As there's bodies everywhere by the Oilers. They're doing a good job keeping it in front and keeping it away from Skinner. They didn't do that for Campbell. Anderson. Lindholm. 
to the traffic, and that one goes above the left post as it's still live. Cody Cece can't get off the ice. He's at two minutes right now. Flames got it near the right dot. Jonathan Huberdeau to Rasmus Anderson. Anderson working his way to the high slot. Leaves it for Huberdeau. Looks for the tip out in front. And Stuart Skinner made the save. So that was some good read there and some good puck movement there by the Calgary Flames, but I think even good work by Edmonton to keep that out in front and stop the rebounds and everything else. Again, I make the point that they did not do that for Jack Campbell because it's true. They came out of this game and they played lazily, and it's funny when all of a sudden you get a goaltending switch, then all of a sudden you bring that attention, attention to detail and the effort. It's a shame they couldn't do it for Jack Campbell because I thought he kept his team in the game in uh, the Wednesday contest against the Canucks, but he just didn't get that opportunity right now. So the Oilers, they win the draw, but they can't get it out. Flames still got 20 seconds to work with on their power play. Picked up now by Madripani. Dylan Dubé will sauce this one to Mackenzie Weger. Weger now. Try to get it from Michael Backlund. Backlund, the puck went wide and Skinner didn't know where it was. Oilers still trying to get this out as the power play is down to five seconds. Still battling across the blue line. And now they can get it to the neutral zone where the Flames got to check up. Their power play is going to end. They got a chance right now, but all the way up was Skinner to go grab it. He lost the rebound, and then it bounced back to him as Kulak has got to Foley into a headlock. So it was a shot for Majapani. He went all the way over to the left post at Skinner to cut it off. Then he lost the rebound, and then Majapani tried to center it out in front, and then he was able to cover before Kulak was trying to give Majapani a little bit of business here. 2.17 left to go in the second. It's a 4-3 lead for the Flames. The Oilers have scored two straight. Come right back. We'll finish off the second period. Offensive zone draw here for the Edmonton Oilers. Might make sense that they want to go ahead and get one of these ones here. It's 2.17 left to go in the second. They can't. And now the Oilers have a chance to break out. One of them is trying to turn on the Jets now. It's Zach Hyman off the backhand. It's in behind the office of Dan Vladar. And now the Flames want to be able to go into this uh, dressing room here, at least with a 4-3 lead, and not go back in with a tie, considering the way that it's going right now, as the Oilers have scored two straight. And this Battle of Alberta is yet to be decided, just like it is for a lot of this stuff in the regular season. We've seen a lot of goals. Murray has it now. He's going to try to race in behind the office of Ladar. Lucic almost took a stick up to the face as this goes back in behind the cage. Brad Ritchie will pick it up now. Kevin Rooney will try to get in on his forecheck. Around the office is Skinner. Spinning around. Lucic still with it. And now this goes back to Leon Dreisettle, number 29. We'll see what he can do with it here. As we've got about a buck 20 left to go in this second period. High scoring affair. It's 4-3 lead for the Flames. The Oilers have scored two straight. Majapani going to leave this. And it gets blocked before it hit the middle of the slot. Lindholm waiting near the right dot just in case the puck went to him. But Drysaddle went all the way back to retrieve. And the stick just broke inconceivably there for Drysaddle. So he's going to need to go get a new twig. As the play was live, Bolvadar made a glove save. So 58 seconds left to go in the second period. Your shot board sounds like this. Four goals for Calgary. On 26 shots, three goals for Edmonton on 20 shots, and Nazem Kadri got hit pretty hard on the other side as they're just showing it. It seems like all these teams, when Nazem Kadri's on the ice, they will target him as being the number one energizer buddy, and I think for good reason, because he just seems to make things happen. We're talking about the face-offs. It's 29-16 in favor of the Oilers. 
Flames have got to clean that up, especially in their own end. That always seems to be a problem as they lost it. Slap shot there, bombed by Tyson Berry, trying to keep this alive amongst the sticks. Coleman trying to pry this loose. He does. Lewis finds it, and he flutters this near the right side post, and this goes back now to Chris Tanev. Tanev will dump this down the ice, so Stuart Skinner will come out of the net to play this one. He's just going to leave it there for Ryan McLeod, and we'll see what happens now with Holloway. He flutters one toward the right faceoff dot, and it goes just wide as we've hit the 25-second marker of the second period. Yamamoto worked off the puck right now, and Tanev going to have to try this again. Trevor Lewis out there with Kevin Rooney on that side. Tanev and Mackenzie Weger right now is the first-line defensive pairing. Lewis right in the catching glove of Skinner. He will play this to Darnell Nurse. We're down to five seconds. If the Oilers have time for a rush, they do not. Calgary will intercept. Majapani gets the steal, but he can't get the shot off. We end the second period. 4-3 your score. Calgary with the lead. They've seen a 4-1 lead dwindle to 4-3, and we'll see what happens in this final stanza, unless we have overtime upcoming. Talk to you soon. We're getting set for third period action right now. Stuart Skinner is going to play this one in behind the goal cage with Leon Dreisettle. The Oilers had just scored two straight in the second period. Those are the only two goals there from McLeod and Connor McDavid. And now it's 4-3 Flames lead as it starts to dwindle. Picked up now. Dreisaitl has it near the high slot, looking for a traffic and deflection as this goes to Connor McDavid. Intercepted in the high slot again, and a shot goes just wide of the right post of Dan Vladar and dumped down the ice. Darnell Nurse with Cody Cece, that's the defensive line out there for Jay Woodcroft's squad as Mackenzie Weger will drop it to his defensive partner in Christopher Tanev. Picked up now by McDavid, trying to find it. And now this goes to the Calgary Flames. Here's a chance now for Dylan Dubé as Nazem Kadri and Andrew Majapani try to jump in there. Majapani, Dubé now finds it. Mackenzie Weger can't hold that blue line side. It's a race for the puck. It's won there by Zach Hyman as it negates the hybrid icing. Hyman trying to toe drag his way to center a pass in through the high slot, and it got deflected. Picked up now toward the blue line side. Dan Vladar, I thought he made a save to the screen. The Flames were able to find it and get it across the red line now as Majapani will check up. Talatafoli just wants to backhand this one in and get off the ice. Stuart Skinner now. Again, he's not giving up a goal since taking over for Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell gave up four and got pulled. Try to get a fake slap shot in there for Dubé. And that one went just wide. Picked up now by Stone. Now Zadorov. Crisscross there for Backlund. As he stopped Lewis and Backlund. Try to get a shot on there. Did Jesse Pulley Arvey, and we get a stoppage as it's held by Stuart Skinner. So this is a game right now that it can go either way, and I feel like we've said that a lot. And then once it swings one way, it stays that way. That's usually the way that it goes between these two teams. But right now it is 4-3. I'm watching on the CBC feed the final game of tonight, and there will be the final game until Monday because there are no games on Sunday. So St. Louis Blues were the only team that hadn't played yet, and they got a win tonight. And they're going to have time off till Wednesday. So they don't play till Saturday, they get time off till Wednesday. But in this game right now, it's 4-3. Calgary Flames got the lead. Edmonton scored the last two. 17.50 left to go in the third. John out here with it from Rogers Place in Edmonton, Alberta. Lucic had it lost in between his skates as Kyle Yamamoto was trying to create some pressure on Nikita Zadorov. 
and near the right dot now. The Oilers try to find it. They do. And it was a host of sticks that knocked it away as the Flames have a one-on-two. They're going to try to just dump and chip and chase this one. Is uh, Brett Ritchie. That was good work by him because he beat three Oilers. Kel Backlund also trying to join in and help. Is Ritchie still off the backhand side? He's having a yeoman shift there. Backlund had it poked away, but he gets it now near the left side red line. Backlund holding off the backhand. And this goes across back to the red line of the defensive pairing of Noah Hannafin and Rasmus Anderson. Big time slap shot there. Backlund lets it go. And Stuart Skinner is going to take no chances as he holds with 17.06 left to go in the third. And the referees are going to square anything away. It didn't look like a penalty was going to be called as we cut to a half commercial and commercial as I'm still looking at the live action right now. Should be a face-off um, in the neutral zone. But there is a lot of booing right now. And I want to see on the replay side as this goes against Brett Kulak for high sticking, the high stick itself. And we'll see if they show that. So shot was stopped in there by Backman. Oh boy, yeah, it was Kulak hit Rasmus Anderson right in the grill. So that one def is a definite penalty, no doubt about that. So Calgary goes in the power play. They're one for three tonight with four shots. Nazem Kadri trying to give them the offensive zone draw and create some insurance here for Calgary. It is one clean. Jonathan Huberto will get it from Kadri. Holding, set it on front to Foley. Got robbed by Skinner. And now this is picked up by Rasmus Anderson. Anderson now to Foley. Gives it back to Anderson. On the left side blue line to Foley. Try to center one in front of the Huberto. Left face-off dot pass. Kadri, no look. And trying to buy some time was Anderson. And now this goes back from Toffoli to Anderson. Back now to Toffoli near the right dot. Toffoli holding. Centered it into Kadri. He lets it go off. A turnaround shot. Big rebound. Huberto can't hold it. Oh, what a pass across to Kadri. But it got blocked in front. Still with the Flames right now. Rasmus Anderson now. Huberto, cross pass. To Foley with the bomb. Kadri trying to just pry it loose. And it falls to Stuart Skinner. And it's hell. That was a good active power play so far. F about 50 seconds in for Calgary. And Stuart Skinner made probably a couple saves in there. As that was a really good one across for Tyler to Foley. And I think there was a couple good work there for some shot blocks there by the Edmonton Oilers and Cody Cece this time had the attention to detail to get it out. And again, I mentioned this in the second period, but when Jack Campbell was pulled in that first, I mean, they just weren't doing that for Jack Campbell, but they're doing that for Stuart Skinner, and I wonder why that is. So, Oilers get this out, but Calgary still got a minute left to go on their power play, where they look pretty dangerous in the first 50 seconds. Rasmus Anderson will dump this in deep. We've hit 15.50 left to go in the third period. Drawn out here with you on the call. Huberto has got it near the right dot. He centered it for Toffoli. Shot gets blocked. That was Lindholm, excuse me. Let's that one go. And Stuart Skinner will hold it after it got partially blocked. 44 seconds left to go in the Calgary power play. It's their third of the contest. They are one of three at this point. Lindholm, he liked the shot that he had. He was just mad at himself that he just missed it. 33 shots on goal here for the Flames, 22 for Edmonton. Face-off win by Calgary on their power play. Gives him a chance to get set up as Rasmus Anderson still out there, the lone defenseman. Nice pass to Foley off the outside of the bar and stayed out. And now this goes to Rasmus Anderson again. Toffoli being hounded. So a couple bars were hit there by Tyler Toffoli. 
And that's why, instead of being a 6-3 lead, it's still a 4-3 lead, as Calgary's gotten pretty close, and it seems like all their power plays have been pretty good this year. Dylan Dubé, skating in all alone off the backhand, but good stick check there by Edmonton. Dubé still with a cross pass. Nice block out in front by CeCe. Calgary's power play is going to end, but they're still buzzing right now. Mackenzie Weger lost it there momentarily. Majapani, Dubé trying to center it out in front. And this goes back to Backlund. Dubé now has it near the right faceoff dot. Weger couldn't find it in time as his shot got blocked. And Backlund tries to pry this loose. Weger now near the left side red line tries to find Dubé. Calgary still with the puck possession. The power play is long over. Weger fakes the slapper, and this gets blocked in between. Still kept in by Calgary. they got to be tired, though. Centered back out in front. Got knocked away by the Edmonton defense. Still kept in. They've got some changes. Hannafin! And it gets held by Skinner. That was some great puck movement there by Calgary through the power play and probably almost a minute and 20 seconds, dare I say, after it. Tyler Toffoli hit the bar. I mean, there's three bars in this game. Calgary's been buzzing to try to get back a two-goal lead after they had a three-goal lead. It was 4-1. It was 2-1 answered by Edmonton. Now it's 4-3 in Calgary with that latest power play. And in the last minute after, Stuart Skinner's been very, very good. So Noah Hannafin is going to be the lone uh, back part on defense as this much slap shot goes a little wide. Picked up now by the Flames. Leon Dreisettle out there now. Probably a good opportunity for Dreisettle, McDavid, Barry, any of those guys to get something going. Another shot gets swallowed up by Stuart Skinner. So make no mistake about it, low-key star in this game right now is Stuart Skinner because he's done everything he's had to do. He was asked to come into a 4-1 game after Jack Campbell was pulled. It's now 4-3. He's kept his team in the game to the credit, and this has been Calgary's best surge since all the damage that they did in the first period, and that's where we are right now. So Nazem Kadri is going to get set for the draw. 14-11 left to go in the third. Evander Kane also being on the open wing. Drysettle and Kadri going to get set to take this face off. Somebody jumped early, and that was Nazem Kadri. So Trevor Lewis looks to be taking this one as they're mixing the lines pretty well. As Daryl Sutter picked up now, Drysettle able to win the draw. This goes to the Edmonton Oilers now. Let's see if they can get through all the Calgary pressure that was just given. And now you got Connor McDavid and Evander Kane on the ice with Dreisaitl on the same line. So Calgary's got to be very careful at this point. And I think there is no mistake about it as Skinner stops and plays. There's no mistake about it that Nazem Kadri is going to be on the ice with them because you need some good defensive effort because those three guys are hard to stop. And behind the office of Skinner. Oh, another opportunity and a glove save there by... Stuart Skinner, and it went off the pad too, as this went all the way down to Christopher Tanev. Now Mackenzie Weger. He lost it momentarily near the right side. Right out of the high slot. Big save by Vidar. Trying to get centered on him in front. Dreisaitl. Now with CeCe. Dreisaitl's got it near the right dot. Picked up now in the high slot. Dreisaitl just trying to spin. Get around Mackenzie Weger. Mackenzie Weger's not letting him by. Dreisaitl now. Tried to play crisscross with McDavid. He tried to snipe the high left post. And he just missed it as it bounced all the way back down in the Edmonton defensive end. Cody Ceci will rocket this one back to 
Ryan Murray, as they're really shuffling the lines, both coaches right now trying to stay fresh and healthy to get that last push. Edmonton needs one more to tie. Calgary has been excellent in this third period, although they didn't score. It's a two-on-three, now three-on-three. Hannaf in the trailer, and the shot goes just wide. Picked up now by the Oilers. Dylan Dubé trying to get around. Edmonton wants a power play here, but I don't think that they're going to get one. And now are they? Yeah, Dylan Dubé is going to go to the box. Bad time for that, as he definitely did trip up his man, but I wasn't sure they were going to call it right away. But they are now. 12.29 left to go in the third. Edmonton is going to have another power play. I believe this is going to be their third of the contest. And it will give them the ammunition to tie this game up. When we come back, 12.29 left to go in the third. It's been a great period for Calgary, although they haven't scored in this third. Edmonton's got a chance to tie on the power play. Coming up. We're getting the action right now, but we're going to have to redo this draw. Maybe there was a whistle, an inadvertent one at that, but we're still live. It's Kane. Try to center it out in front, and now this is a chance for Michael Backlund. Backlund now flubs on it. Lindholm gets to pick it up, and now the Oilers... Going to need to take their time and get something going here. Vander Kane, 12 minutes left to go in the third. John Andre with you from Rogers Place. Kane, McDavid. Back to Kane now as he rattles this around the kick play. Try to get picked up by Calgary and cleared out of the zone, but they can't do it as this is backhanded in deep. Drysidle trying to center it out in front to McDavid, and Calgary will get this one down the ice. So Calgary has surrendered one of Edmonton on the power play here, but... Edmonton needs another right now as Tyson Berry trying to be the power play quarterback. It gets deflected up in the air but doesn't cross the blue line just yet. Three Oilers win the puck over one flame. That was Blake Coleman who lost it. And now the Oilers trying to make something happen. But once again, Calgary will clear this down the ice. 50 seconds left to go on their power play. It's 4-3 flames. 38-23 shot board advantage for Calgary as well. We've seen what happened when the Edmonton Oilers were down three against the Vancouver Canucks. They came all the way back. Connor McDavid on open right wing in the high slot now. Leaves it for a dry settle. Off the backhand. Tried to set it off for McDavid. Kane finds it. But it's loose out in front before it hits Fladar and then cleared down the ice. That was very dangerous there. It looked like a drop pass for certain that Evander Kane could have finished. But too much traffic in front of the net as he puts his head down and goes to the bench. 15 seconds left to go on the Edmonton Oilers power play. Chance for Jesse Pugliarvi on the open wing. Picks it up now in between Evan Bouchard. And Calgary will get this down once again. So really only that one dangerous chance there for Evander Kane that was blocked as Edmonton's power play will end. So Calgary dodges a bullet there. Dylan Dubé comes out of the box. Picked up by Nikita Zadorov. Zadorov trying to play this one ahead for Lucic. Lucic lost it. It's a three-on-two developing the other way. Jesse Pugliarvi tries to put this near the right side red line. And now Lucic will pick it up. Nice outlet pass. Dylan Dubé now near open right wing. Dubé off the backhand. Skinner will stop it. Rebounded off of the blue line side as it pinballed off the lively end boards. And now Edmonton can try to reset left to right across your radio dial. Edmonton in the orange shoulders and the blue jerseys and blue pants. And the Calgary Flames in the... Red shoulders and white jerseys, and the red pants. Picked up now, off the hybrid icing, as Brandon Tanev is going to touch. So it's going to be an offensive zone draw here for the Calgary Flames, as we just went past the 10-minute mark, about 9.42 left to go in this third. 
This is anyone's contest right now. And this is exactly what you would expect in this type of game is Nugent Hopkins and Kane kind of came together there. And Dylan Dubé was pretty happy that his team was not scored on there as he was tapping the part of the penalty box. <clears throat> Darnell Nurse has been out there for about a minute nine now. It's going to be an offensive zone draw here. Won by the Flames and then stolen. So Edmonton are going to look to break out. Kaori Yamamoto able to get through the traffic. Warren Fogel plays a pass out in front, but it was just missed before it hit Vladar. And now Tyler Toffoli on the first line can reset here. Toffoli out there with Huberto right now. Huberto picks it up. He's going to play this one back. Elias Lindholm with the bomb to just clear this one in. And Holm will get to it now. And now the Oilers intercept as we hit the 9-10 marker of the third period. Again, I'm watching this on the CBC feed. You can follow along on ESPN Plus if you don't have the CBC channel. Hannafin picks it up, but they lose it. Here's a chance for McDavid. What a stop by Vladar. As he was able to slide over near the left post and it went right into the breadbasket. And that was the wrong guy to turn the puck over to. Connor McDavid trying to get in between four Oilers. That went off the shoulder of Vladar and held. 9-0-1 left in the third. We get a stoppage. Come right back. Offensive zone draw here for the Edmonton Oilers. Nine minutes left to go in the third. And the Flames able to clear. They've got the lead on the shot board and the scoreboard, but it's a hybrid icing. It's four goals on 39 shots for the Flames, three goals on 25 shots for the Oilers. It's about as close as close could be right now. Again, my over-under, I had nine goals in a couple of fights. We're at seven goals and no fights right now. But the goals have got pretty close, so I feel pretty good about that. Very much a possibility for a couple more before we can get an empty netter, though. Try to get gloved down there by Edmonton, but it is touched in before it even got iced. So Edmonton going to have to go left to right across your radio dial. Calgary just trying to hold on and get this win right now, it seems like. Connor McDavid... He's worked off the puck, but he gets it back near the right faceoff dot. Try to center one out in front, and the defense there between Barry and Evan Burchard could not pick this one up. So now it's Kulak has it now. Kulak lost it. Nazem Kadri gets knocked down the puck. No call, and this goes back now as Kulak tries to find it. Leon Dreisaitl stuck in his own end right now. Leon Dreisaitl trying to get around two flames. And now this goes back and picked up by Andrew Madrapani. He needs some help. He's going to let it go. He tried to snipe the top right of the bar, and that just went wide. That was pretty close. Dylan Dubé now gets this one down as Noah Hannafin will punch it in deep. And this is going to get into the mesh. So a neutral zone draw, 7.52 left to go in this third period. John out here with you. I'm watching on the CBC Sportsnet feed. If you want to check and you don't have any of the stuff for the Canadian channels, check it out on ESPN Plus if you have that. It's a good contest so far. 4-3 is your score. Connor McDavid does have one in this game. It was a brilliant no-look pass from Evander Kane on the power play. Flames looking to go 2-0. On the season so far, and the same thing for Edmonton if they get this one. Both teams are 1-0 entering this contest. As we're really just getting underway in the NHL season. Flames trying to get it out of their own end right now. 7.30 left to go in the third. As this bounces back to Cody Ceci. Trying to find Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Dan Vladar. will play this one as Nikita Zadorov gets his pass intercepted. Intercepted by RNH. And now here's a chance for Michael Stone. A career-high three points in this contest. He's got a goal and two assists. Lucic knocked off the puck. And Edmonton 
has to go back and recollect. One lone four checker there was Andrew Majapani, just in case anything got loose. And now Evan Bouchard. Been able to get too much space, I think, to get into the neutral zone. Now throws it to an empty right wing. Intercepted there over Huberdo. And now here's a chance for the Oilers if they can find it. The Flames just need to get this out right now as it eluded Mackenzie Weger. But unfortunately for the Oilers, they didn't have anyone back to check up on that blue line side. Now Kyler Yamamoto centered this one near the right faceoff dot. And now the Oilers once again cannot hold on that blue line. They don't have two defenders back there to pinch. Off the backhand now. Kept in. This is Ryan McLeod going back there to Yamamoto. Picked up by the Oilers now as Devin Shore tries to get this now with Fogel. Tried to get taken away was Fogel. Hannafin got a piece of it. Now it's 6-10 left to go in the third. One goal lead here for the Flames. The Oilers have got the last two in the second period. No goals here right now in the third. Although there's tons of time left with six minutes. Kel Backlund trying to pry this loose. They get this across the red line due to the Flames. And Dylan Dubé was the lone four-checker here. As the Oilers trying to make something happen left to right across the radio dial. Connor McDavid lost it. Huberto trying to spin. It falls back to Vladar. He's going to just hold. Make sure nothing gets a little crazy there. 5.44 left to go in this third period. We're going to get immediate timeout. 5.44 left. It's a one-goal game. Flames nursing a 4-3 lead. We're going to get back into the official action right now. It's late in the third period. The Calgary Flames still holding on to a 4-3 lead. The Oilers were able to cut into that a little bit in the second period. All four goals for Calgary were scored in the first Nazem Kadri trying to win a defensive zone faceoff against Connor McDavid, and he does so. That was a huge time for that here for Calgary, but the puck is not cleared. Zach Hyman, former U of M Wolverine, will settle this around for Tyson Berry. It's pinballed out in front, tried to get picked up by Hyman. Kadri trying to join in near the right dot just to help the Flames to get this out, and now they do. Dylan Dubé will try to check this in deep, but now here's a chance. Hyman. Try to get picked up now as this goes to Leon Dreisaitl. Connor McDavid will get this toward the blue line side. Tyson Berry tried to pick it up. Tyson Berry through the screen and it bounced back in across the red line as the Flames can kill some much needed time. Five minutes left to go. Kevin Rooney with a wrist shot. It gets sticked aside there by Stuart Skinner. Again, he's not giving up a goal in this game. Jack Campbell was pulled after giving up four in the first. Stuart Skinner has been perfect. Picked up now, Dylan Dubé. Trying to spin this around the kick plate now. Calgary's got it with Milan Lucic. Gets back to Kevin Rooney now. Lucic working his way in front of the net, but the puck didn't get there. Slap shot deflected out in front. And picked up now by the Oilers. We've hit the 4.30 mark left to go in this third period. Rooney, Lucic. Lucic now trying to find this. And this goes back to Evander Kane. 4.19 left to go in this third period. What can the Oilers do? Can they tie it? Can the Flames hold on? Flames have been pretty good in this contest. They got 40 shots on goal. It helps you score four in the first, but they've had nothing since as it's 4-3 now. Oilers stuck in their own end for the moment. <clears throat> as R&H 
We'll get this one down across the red line. Picked up now by the Flames. Getting in this across the red, it's Andrew Majapani. Majapani spin, trying to leave it there for Backland. Backland will reverse engineer this thing and pick it up near the right side of the faceoff dot. Gets knocked up and out of play. Neutral zone draw upcoming. 3.39 left to go in the third. Calgary four goals on 40 shots. Edmonton three goals on 25 shots, I believe. Lush. I could have said 29. Four eyes might have missed it there. More shots for the Flames, though. They got just one more goal. But again, they scored all theirs in the first. And then it was one in the first for Edmonton and two in the second. That's why we're sitting at 4-3. The next Scotiabank CBC coverage there will be Jets and Avalanche. That'll be on Wednesday at 7.30 Eastern. I'm going to be covering a basketball game that day before we get back into hockey on Thursday. So Blake Coleman has it now. Coleman still trying to work with it. trying to get kept alive near the blue line. Picked up now by the Oilers. <clears throat> Oilers now still trying to make something happen here. they got three minutes and 20 seconds left to work with. It's deep into the flame zone. Ryan McLeod, he was the lone goal scorer and the latest goal scorer there for Edmonton. It's centered out in front, but they couldn't keep it in with the Oilers. That's offsides. 3-11 left in the third. And you kind of wonder at this point, if Edmonton wins the draw, when will Jay Woodcroft pull Stuart Skinner for the extra man to try to get a goal here? Because it is getting to that point. This has been a good contest so far between these two teams, and this is kind of what I expected. Again, my over-under it was at 7.5. It looks like right now he might actually hit the under, but if you were going through the first period when there was five goals, you'd think he'd go way over that. I said nine goals and two fights. We're at seven goals and no fights right now. Just for those that are wondering at home, three minutes left to go in the third. Calgary just trying to kill some time in the offensive end right now, falling upon the puck. Nazem Kadri trying to pry it loose for Calgary, but here come the Oilers. It's a three-on-two developing drop pass in there for Barry. He's going to hold, and that was Evan Bouchard that made some space. That was a long shot in on Vladar. He worked his way into the high slot, and Vladar made an excellent save right there. 2.44 left to go in this third period. And again, I will say this, Dan Vladar has done his job. Again, with Jacob Markstrom, you kind of wonder, a couple days off, you know, for Daryl Sutter's squad and Jacob Markstrom, does he jump? want to jump right back into this Battle of Alberta? They want to go to Vladar like most coaches did within their second game. You go to your backup goaltender, get them both some burn. At the beginning of it, Vladar's been pretty good, and Stuart Skinner's been excellent since taking over from Jack Campbell. He's not giving up one. Puck goes up into the player's bench, so we're going to have to do this draw again. 2.40 left to go in the third period. John out here with you from Rogers Place. Again, I'm a little disappointed that I couldn't be joined by Cooper Hopkins, but I understand, being from Seattle, Washington, he had to watch that 18-inning affair of the Seattle Mariners and the Houston Astros, and it is sweetest day, so I don't want to get him thrown in the doghouse. 2.30 left to go in the third. It's bounced out in front. Dan Vladar makes the save, and now can the Oilers get to this? They will now, because Calgary is going to go ahead and take some line changes. Huberdeau, the lone four-checker there for the Flames, gets intercepted nicely. He need to buy some time. Huberdeau missed the net, though. My goodness, Huberdeau was all alone, but he just missed the net. And now this goes back to Evander Kane. It gets turned over there. Kyle Yamamoto trying to get on his horse. 
Picked up now by the Flames. Two minutes left to go in this contest. Right now, it just seems like they're trying to hold on. I felt like I've been saying that from the second period. They've not scored since the first. All of their goals have come from the first. Picked up now by Mackenzie Weger. It goes off the five-hole pad side of Stuart Skinner. And now Edmonton really running out of time. <clears throat> A minute 35 left to go in our contest. I hope you've been enjoying this one. Nice defense there. Flames able to kill some more time. Blake Coleman with a long wrister. And Stuart Skinner takes no chances. Buck 30 left to go in the third. He's going to hold. 41 shots on goal. Four goals for the Flames. 27 shots on goal for Edmonton. Three on that side. With a buck 30 left to go in this contest. As always, I will have the full game story and coverage to follow at Hopeless Sports Guy. Dot wordpress.com and my next broadcast will be on Monday when the Red Wings take on the LA Kings at Little Susan's Arena. I will be joined by Patrick Rush at 7 p.m. Eastern. So hope you guys can uh, join me for that one. It's an off day tomorrow with all the football stuff and then Tuesday will be an off day as well as I'm spending some time with the misses before we get into basketball on Wednesday between Pelicans Nets and then back to hockey on Thursday between the Maple Leafs and the Dallas Stars. So this has been a busy week. I've had about seven days of straight broadcast before we had to get some other things on Friday as we get an unfair puck drop and we'll do it again. But again, between the NHL season on ESPN Plus and NBA League Pass, I'm going to give you all the complete coverage of the NHL and NBA season all the way from the start of the regular season and through the playoffs. So I hope you guys enjoy and stick around for that. Hannafin from Lewis as it's down to a minute 15. Oilers need to break out and do something quickly here. We'll see if they can get the extra man on the ice. Cross pass, try to find McDavid. McDavid now has it near the right dot. This finds Tyson Berry, Leon Dreisaitl will go near the left side red line. Gives it to McDavid. The net is empty now for the Oilers. They need a goal. With 55 seconds left, in through the screen, Vladar with the save as it was brushed aside. Dreisaitl, now to McDavid near the right faceoff dot. Try to find Barry. Nice stick check there by the Flames. But Connor McDavid's got too much speed and Blake Coleman doesn't. As the stick was knocked out of his hand, the Flames essentially will be down two with an extra man there until Coleman can grab it. Kadri will just backhand this one into safety. Near the blue line side now, Kadri still holding on to it. An offside call. 30 seconds left to go in the third. That is it. That is all right now. Edmonton needs a goal. Calgary trying to make their 4-1 lead hold up that they had after one. It's 4-3. So this contest has had all the intrigue that you would expect, minus a couple fights. As we have seven goals through, and we don't know who's going to take it yet. Jay Woodcroft <clears throat> will take his timeout with 30 seconds left to go in this third period. So it's a good contest. I'm glad you can join me here tonight for the final hockey game of the night and the final hockey game until Monday. You have $350 on the, on the Oilers, Jonathan, to be able to tie it up. Uh, it's a good chance that they can do that if they win the neutral zone draw and get something going, but that is a very strong bet. <laughs> 350 bucks on that side, but again, considering the, the over-unders and the way that it is, you can make some extra money there, considering if you if you picked it up when it was a 4-1 lead for the Flames. Getting some Sportsnet highlights 
right now. And I think Dan Vladar has been pretty good on that side here for Calgary. So it's a draw loss. Edmonton really needs to go back and check up right now. they got 20 seconds which to go left to right, and they got to do it quickly here. Hyman, he's near the right dot, trying to drop it out in front of the right faceoff dot as it's down to 10 seconds now. Off the backhand wide for Dreisaitl. Now down to 8 seconds. Calgary just trying to get this out of the zone. One more chance. Four seconds, three seconds. Dreisaitl on the doorstep. It's loose, and it's over. The horn sounds. And the Oilers came ever so close to tying the game. But that is it and that is all. Dan Vladar picks up his win, his first of the season. And the Calgary Flames survive. That was a battle of Alberta that you really wanted to see. That came down to the very end. It was Dreisaitl just missed the backhand. It actually went off the shaft of the stick of Dan Vladar. It tried to get picked up there by Zach Hyman as it was just a mass of humanity. Calgary Flames were everywhere buzzing, but the time just ran out. They came that close. So the Oilers will lose their first game of the season. They move to 1-1. One and one. The Calgary Flames improved to 2-0 and oh when they take on the Vegas Golden Knights. They're 3-0 and oh when they take on the Vegas Golden Knights on Tuesday. That should be a big-time game there for the Flames as the schedule does not get any easier. I will check you guys back on Monday with another official broadcast. But until then, we will see you. And I will get this game story uploaded. HopefulSportsGuy.wordpress.com Have a good one, everybody. I will see you on Monday. Take care.